And welcome into a new episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Radio Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen, as we are broadcasting live from the NAFB convention in Kansas City, Missouri. Joining us now on the program, Stan Bourne, chair of the U.S. Soybean Export Council, is with us. Stan, it is uh, great to sit down and have a conversation with you. How are you? Thank you, Jesse. Doing uh, doing quite well. And wow, what a conference this is. Uh, first first uh, time attender, so it's uh, interesting to see uh, how busy it uh, it is with uh, with all our media friends. Yeah, you uh, get to talk to a lot of farm broadcast folks here over the course of a day and uh, have a lot of conversations about what is going on with the U.S. soy industry. And uh, I'm glad we could find a few minutes of time to talk. Let's uh, let's discuss some of the things going on right now. I know you told me you just recently got back from China. We hear a lot about China and buying U.S. soybeans and soy products and more and more. So talk about some of the things you did uh, here recently in China. And let's just start there with our conversation. Yeah, so we did just get back uh, last Friday from uh, almost two weeks in China, and it was a it was a great venue. It was actually there were eleven different agricultural uh, commodity groups uh, that uh, went together in force uh, to go engage with uh, both government leaders as well as customers in China. And our objective was to demonstrate the commitment that we have to the Chinese market, and uh, the timing of that couldn't have been better uh, because of uh, what's been going on with uh, you. Know, at the government level uh, with relationships that are happening. But the thing that I came away with, Jesse, from uh, that engagement, I've been to China twice this year. I've been there several times in the past few years. The uh, uh, tone of the meetings that we had was so positive and so welcoming. And I really began to understand, uh, you know, their focus on food security for their people. 1.3 billion people in China got to eat, you know, so that uh, things stay uh, stable and positive. And uh, we're a key component of of their... um, food security and contribute to that positively. So, you know, there's a lot of things with China that uh, go on. Uh, when you got two superpowers, there's going to be things we don't agree in that we don't like that each other do. Uh, that's natural. But in the case of agriculture, it's not one of those conflict areas. It's mm-hmm. an area where we collaborate, uh, work together. We uh, produce an excess of food. They have a food deficit. Uh, so there's an opportunity to trade there for both our mutual benefit. As far as the China relationship, I know a lot of folks have talked about how they've been going more to South America for soy and soy products. Are you you concerned about some of that opening of the relationship and maybe South America overtaking the U.S. at the top of China's list, or are you not necessarily worried about that? Well, so first thing, we have to recognize that Brazil is the largest producer of soy in the world. Yep. And uh, they definitely uh, have more ability to produce uh, an expanded capacity than we do because they've got more land. They've got land that they can convert. Now, there's some downsides with that. That's another whole subject. But the uh, point is they have the ability to provide volume. What we have the ability to do is is provide a very predictable supply and a very uh, high quality product and it's really interesting like if you look at uh, when they go to store stuff uh, for the long haul they recognize there's a fundamental difference between soybeans that are grown in a four season climate and soybeans that are grown in uh, a tropical climate the ones from the u.s in the four seasons just keep 
better. They're higher quality. They last longer. That's what goes into the reserves, and they're always going to have that. So, yeah, we're going to fight with uh, Brazil to uh, earn our uh, earn our place, but I'm not worried about uh, mm-hmm. having uh, opportunities for uh, U.S. soy to go and help people's nutritional uh, uh, to people's nutritional benefits. All right, <laughs> let's let's uh, let's switch gears a little bit. Something else you were telling me about that I think is interesting: finding other opportunities for U.S. soy. Aquaculture, mm. feed and fish, as you kind of put it to me, and I think this is something that maybe uh, a lot of folks outside the industry don't know about. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, you know, I had to learn this myself. Uh, I wasn't aware of it, and I'm really excited about this opportunity. And the reason is because if if your focus is on getting nutrition into people's uh, into communities. Fish are a great way to do it because their feed conversion ratio, when you feed them a, a, a kilocalorie of feed to get that turned into flesh, there's no more efficient uh, method than with fish. And so uh, it's uh, it's a very effective and efficient way. It's also uh, very cost effective, you know, for people to be able to access and to buy. So it's a, it's a great way to get more protein into uh, uh, areas where they don't have a lot of food dollar to, to spend and uh, a, a very uh, productive way. Uh, and it's about 10% of all the soy that we produce is going into aquaculture market, either fin fish or even crustaceans. I mean, you know, they mm-hmm. grow them to, to uh, they're growing shrimp and prawns and that kind of stuff uh, with, with soy. And the feed inclusion rate, they can, depending on the species, they can use up to 40% of soy in the feed ration. So it's a great opportunity, great growth opportunity for us, great for the people that consume it. Uh, it's, uh, it's a win all around. Talk to me real quick as well about the sustainability in, in the U.S. soy industry and some of the things we're doing there. I know that's another hot topic throughout the industry. Yeah, sustainability certainly is. And, uh, you know, we're fortunate in the U.S. soy industry that we had some visionary leaders about 10 years ago that laid down the gauntlet on uh, making sure that we had a sustainable solution to tell people. And thanks to the the uh, public-private partnership we have through the, the USDA and the Farm Bill, you know, we've got structure and rigor in place that and auditing that allows us to have a uh, very um, look in the mirror and be confident and solid the sustainable uh, protocol, if you will. And so we have the SSAP, the Soy Sustainability Assurance Protocol. It's basically a, a, a certification that goes with a shipment. 60% of everything we're sending into an export market goes with that SSAP uh, certificate. So it's being very well received in, in countries. And it's not just places like Europe. A lot of places that are growing food and shipping it to places that develop countries like Europe that are very sensitive to this are, are buying it. So Southeast Asia, China, etc. Uh, so again, 60% of everything that uh, is going into export market is getting that cert. And it's transferable all mm-hmm. the way down from uh, us as uh, producers all the way down to the retail level. Definitely, definitely. Stan, uh, it was great to sit down and have a conversation with you here for a few minutes during the NAFB convention, and I'm sure we will uh, talk again real soon, but I will let you go and uh, appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Jazzy. 
All right, once again, Stan Bourne, the chairman of the U.S. Soybean Export Council, joining us here during Trade Talk in Kansas City, Missouri, as we are at the 80th Annual National Association of Farm Broadcasting Convention. We're going to have more highlights from the NAFB convention coming up here uh, next week as we get into Thanksgiving and more on American Ag Today. So definitely stay tuned for all of the coverage here from NAFB. American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Radio Network. I'm your host, Jesse. Allen, wishing you and yours a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you soon.